looks good. And okay, I think we're live. All right, we're good, guys. Let's go. Welcome. Hello. To episode nineteen or twelve. I actually don't know what episode this is. Who cares? It's a number. It's nineteen. There we go. Nineteen yeah. of the Cast Iron yeah. Council podcast. I forgot. I didn't know if we made it to twenty or not. I I can't keep up anymore. But uh, as Numbers. always. I'm I'm your host King Frying Pan. With me always are my my co-hosts, my my lovely ladies, Nick and Lucas. Hello, I'm Nick. <laughs> it's like don't do it. Identity theft isn't cool, Nick. Come on. I will not buy into this bit. I will not be shamed. <laughs> it's like how fucking dare you? It's true. Nick is the killer of fun. I'm that... not the killer of fun. I'm the killer of stolen identities. You know, it's kind of funny. I was scrolling through Facebook uh, a couple minutes ago, right before we started this, and um, I saw a... Ah, oh, thank you for that resub, Nick. I appreciate you. Bitch. It's kind of funny. You're like the only person that hasn't gotten a gifted sub from Rollin yet, because Rollin just gifts out subs like they're Pez. What's well, fine. Yeah, he... I mean, I, I know. I it's just funny. This is my 23rd month. I don't need it. This I'm is, here. This is very true. Um... But back to my back to what I was saying real fast. I saw a, a post on a nostalgia page that I'm on, and it was just, it was funny because I think it said don't do, never forget what they've taken from you, and it was all the uh, menu items from Taco Bell that no longer uh, are offered. So, yep. so they are they are still offered up until August, and that's actually the reason that I went to Taco Bell for dinner last night. Because <laughs> I had I had to get gas, and our gas station is over near there. We get like rewards and shit off, which is nice. Right. Um, there's a Taco Bell nearby, and I was like, "Fuck, I need to go get these things before they disappear forever." They're gonna be gone especially, forever. Especially the fucking loaded potato griller. That shit. Uh, is okay, this up. this is gonna net me some shit. Like, out of all the things in Taco Bell that like one could get, like. That is, like, my least favorite thing. That's because you don't have taste buds, which is fine. Not everybody's born with them. <laughs> I mean... It's not my fault, but, you know, I feel bad for you. I mean, I don't think it's anyone's fault. It's just kind of... just kind of is what it is, I guess. Yeah. It sucks to be you sometimes, I guess. I, ow. God damn. I mean, if you don't like a loaded potato griller, I don't have much else to say to you other than, oof, that sucks, buddy. You're wrong. I just get chicken tacos. Chicken tacos are good as long as you right. as long as you embrace the bell. That's See, all that matters. I'm, I'm more about that horse meat taco, man. Man, it's <laughs> not true. And oh you my make god! Me sad. All night, but, but make me sad, man. But it is horse meat, though. They they even said it. It's like horse meat and sawdust. It's not true. I don't know where you're getting your facts, but <laughs> you're getting them from a lying source. I kind of want to like pull this shit up right now, but I don't have I don't have the patience for it. Like not even a little bit, because I know this is gonna be brought up again and again and again for now from now to the end of time. So I'm not gonna bother fucking talking about it anymore. Um, because he's sawdust. <laughs> Who would have thought? It's it's least, like it's least, part of the balance been... of breakfast. At least you admit defeat. That's okay. It's good. I'm glad. I don't. I don't. I don't hate Taco Bell. It's just not S tier like y'all think. Well, I think oh, it, you're not I, I fully agree. It's not good food. There you go. Fuck you. Fuck it's you it's also food. not. I, I don't care what you say. It's qu not quote unquote healthy. It's okay. I'm not saying that. I've never said <laughs> it's healthy. I said oh, it is one of. I know that's not true. Not anymore. <laughs> it used to be. Now it is like. It, it's like scientific data. Once you get more of it down the line, you have to change your opinion. But, like, the numbers don't really support this, I don't think. What it, what it is is that Taco Bell has gotten a lot of better 
It's not that the individual things have gotten better. Their their base food is still bad. Their off brand yes, no, menu. That, that's like, what it is. Their base food is still no bad. No one orders that shit. They, they have a wide variety of like a lot healthier options now that exist. It's like when we when we were saying like oh you know Taco Bell is one of the healthiest food fast food places. It's not that their tacos like their normal base tacos have gotten healthier for you. That is not true. It's that they've expanded their menu to have a bunch of healthier stuff. Like they have. A lot of vegetarian options now. They have some lower calorie stuff. They have some low carb stuff. Like they've got options. It's definitely one of the places that actually has healthy options. Unlike, you know, McDonald's, where uh, I mean, I don't, there's I no, don't there's don't nothing healthy at McDonald's. Food. The fastest yeah. fast food I eat is Chipotle and Panda Express. I love Chipotle. I know people shit on Chipotle, but I like Chipotle. Chipotle's not as good as it used to be. Moe's be better. I'll fight you to the end of the earth. And I've gotten food poisoning from three separate Moe's, so I don't like Moe's. You're the weak. People say that a lot about Panda Express, and I've never gotten food poisoning from Panda Express. We're just like rehashing the food tier list stream. Yeah, and I know, but probably, welcome back to the, uh, <laughs> the food tier Food, food tier list, tier part, list. Three, part two. Right now, we're doing it again. No. Part two, like with you know, I kind of like maybe in like six months or like a year, we'll revisit that original one and be like, okay, has anything changed in the time between the first? I kind of want to revisit it at some point after we do more of the other ones, just for shits and giggles. But okay, so we had we had topics that were thrown out this week, and a lot of people voted. So thank you to all my beautiful subs for voting in the Discord. Um, so the biggest one is one that I've been dying to talk about, and I'm glad that uh, people voted for it. Um, I am firmly of the belief at this point, and I've said this on streams before uh, as well in passing, and I think I've gone into it a little bit here and there. Um, my, I feel like Microsoft is actively looking to kill the uh, the Xbox brand as a whole at this point. I, really? I, 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 there's no question in my mind. There's, there's explain, no way. Explain your thesis because okay. you put this as a topic. And what do you mean by kill? Like yeah. they, okay. So they, I don't think after this particular generation that is soon to be starting up at the end of the year, after this, I don't think there's going to be a very big push, if not any push to pump out another, like there's not going to be like an, like a, a next Xbox after this one. I don't think there will be because there is a high pivot to PC from Microsoft as a whole that we have not seen for a long time from a software perspective. Because a lot of people don't realize this. Microsoft, outside of like maybe tablets, and even that is is a stretch because I don't think they really – they're not a hardware company. They're mainly software, like you know, almost entirely, outside of the Xbox in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Like everyone else that that uses Microsoft software is is a develop is a is a hardware manufacturer. So, Squire, thank you so much for the host. Um, and then on top of that, not only did Phil Spencer say before, and Phil Spencer is the the head of Xbox. If, if for someone who somehow doesn't know that, um, he's pretty prolific at this point. He's like throwing his name out there. He's like, I do Xbox things. Um, but even before the Xbox stream that was, I think, Wednesday or Thursday this week, um, uh-huh. he, he straight up said there are not going to be, quote-unquote, exclusives for Xbox for the first two to three years in the life cycle of the, um, of the next, or what is it called? The d- definitive word is, um, Series X, right? Yeah, it's Xbox Series X. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's a dumb name. Yeah, just... <sighs> 
It's so, the it's the second dumb name in a row from Xbox. But hang on, let me let me finish this real fast. PlayStation did it right, where they're just like PlayStation one numbers. It's yeah, just, it just zero. works. Like it, it, it's it's yeah. simple. It's elegant. No, James, we're not talking about popsicles. Fuck you and your popsicle voice. It's fucking weird, motherfucker. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, so oh, I, I have to make this make this known again. Um, I and I'm I'm gonna have to stick to my 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 words here. Um, because I want the podcast to be a little smoother in its in its transition uh, between. Um, topics, discussion, and what is going on in chat, because this will be, you know, listenable later on after the stream in the form of like, like, uh, like iTunes and SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. If you want me to, if you want me or someone else that I am specifically talking to to say or or, or comment on something in the chat, please use the highlight my message channel points redemption. So we'll know it's like an actual priority that you really want us to hear about this or else we'll, we'll acknowledge it, but we may not speak on it right away. That's, yep. that's what I kind of want to do going forward. Anyway. Um, Makes sense. The, the biggest thing is every single quote unquote exclusive that Xbox or Microsoft has to their name from a developer deal standpoint at this, at, at this time seems to be launching not only on the console but on the on on a on a PC platform the day of mm-hmm. and then even more even, so even infinite yeah it, I do listen I am not oh. going to have to pay for infinite because I have game pass it's literally free day one on PC yeah as well as Xbox specifically and 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 while and this is another thing on top of this too, um, they're really, really, really pushing hard for Game Pass more than they ever have. Like, I don't know if y'all know this, but so Game Pass was something you had on top of Xbox Live on the platform. There was another ten dollars a month. So if you had right. if you had Xbox Live monthly, it was twenty bucks. I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. I just don't really want to drop all of it at the same time as far as Xbox Live goes. So I'll pay for it monthly and take the hit just because I'm lazy. Fine, whatever. But then. So there's Game Pass Ultimate, which is you have it. You have Game Pass on your Xbox, you have Game Pass on your PC, and then on top of that, you that it that includes Xbox Live Monthly, and that is fifteen dollars. For all of that? For all? Yeah, for all of it. I, I thought it would be more expensive than that. Jesus. <laughs> Again, this is why I'm thinking they're they're not like they're not prioritizing Xbox because you can get literally everything else they have to offer on a PC at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that, and I don't know where else they can go as far as hardware goes because we're we're topping out. Like we thought we topped out last generation, apparently not. Like the only things we have really left to improve on a console basis are probably processing speed, um, and graphical fidelity. Eh, sort of like that's incremental at best at this point. There's no there's no huge jump anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, frames per second. That's it. Like there, I don't think there's anywhere else to go. Like not even a little bit. Yeah, it seems like they're trying to focus more so on <clears throat> their games more so than the console itself. Well, which is a good idea. I mean, and yeah. here, here's because the other they thing. they didn't have the games last last generation. Like, I, I people can argue with me all they want. The Xbox was not the place for like that fucking really hardcore exclusive. It wasn't there. Yeah, it didn't yeah. have the Spider Mans. It didn't have the Ghost God of, of War. Shima, God of War. Like, it didn't have any of that. They weren't there. The only thing that it really had was Halo. And, and Halo Fire was not uh, and good. Then, and then maybe Gears of War for, like, the five people out there that really still care about Gears of War. 
Yeah. I mean, Gears of War is still not bad. I like Gears of War. I'm not saying Gears of War is bad, but, like, I was cool after. Like, honestly, I, the only one I played all the way through was one. I thought one was, like, almost perfect. Like, one was fucking great. One, one was good. I really liked two, and three was really good. I played bits I, and pieces of two and three. It didn't grip me as much as one enough to actually play all of it. I think they're all good. I'm like, not saying they're like, bad. I just no, care. No, no, no. It's just it's, they're not in the public eye. Right, like, right. You, you talk about no. Gears of War and people are like, oh, cool. When you talk about Halo, you're like, oh, word? Like, that's the reaction. Yeah, when, when, there's, a new, when there's a new Halo, you're like, oh, okay. And especially for someone yeah, who's like... I like, need to pay attention. Because it can either be really good or really bad. That's where we're at at this point. And I think Halo Infinite actually has a shot at being good again. Mm-hmm. Um... We'll, okay. Uh, are we gonna circle back to Halo Infinite? Because I have some, I have some points. Yeah, we can. Because that, that's we'll get back yeah, like, and yeah. that's 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 a little more Xbox focused than uh, some of the exactly. other topics, which is fine. But like, mm-hmm. so the these Pass concept is definitely interesting. It oh, seems I think like... it's I think it's great. I'm not gonna lie. I have gotten a lot of games that I've wanted to play for a while for free because of Game Pass. Like the only reason I played uh, The Witcher Three was because of Game Pass. Or actually, yeah. that was Games with Gold. I think, but that's still the same are, thing. They're kind of being rolled into one. They, they really are. Do is that the Xbox or Microsoft, I suppose, has actually stopped selling Xbox Live cards for um, a year. For a year. Yeah, they've stopped the selling twelve-month options, and people summer or people are assuming that's because the Game Pass and Xbox Live and all of that is going to be rolled into one particular service. So it'd be like I think Game that's going to be ultimate. ultimate. Game Pass Ultimate, maybe, because that already includes Xbox Live, right? Right. I think it may be the precursor to like because it is still well, the Series X version. Is yeah, going to at be. least yeah. at least on PC, it's in quote unquote beta, which I don't mm-hmm. know exactly what that consists of because I get yeah. I get everything. Um, but maybe it's like certain particular games wouldn't be able to be possibly, and they just haven't come out yet. But what it what it seems like is they're almost trying to build a inter device, like it, it, they're trying to basically take Xbox from being console to being service, right? It's like Xbox isn't Xbox anymore; it's Game Pass, and Game Pass. If you want to buy the box that works with Game Pass, then sure, buy an Xbox. But if you have a PC. You already have a device that can run all the things on Game Pass, and there you go, you're good. I did hear in a couple interviews that people were like, oh, is Game Pass going to be coming to other consoles like Switch or PlayStation? And the... I don't know if it was Phil Spencer, another representative of Xbox. That sounds counterproductive. Yeah, well, they they said... They basically said, no, we have no plans at the time. But I would understand if they did it in the future. Want, like maybe as you mentioned you know the next console leap from xbox series x to xbox series x2 and knuckles like whatever <laughs> that whatever that box is going to be the leap might not even be worth it to make like because of everything getting incrementally better as opposed to leaps and bounds so xbox and microsoft might just be like fuck it we're going to do game pass and we're not making a next generation uh box anymore but we're going to put game pass on all of our competitors boxes so it's like, oh shit! Like I might have a PlayStation, but I'm still giving fifteen dollars to Microsoft every month for every game they put out. You know, like that's that sounds worth it to me. Right. Um, so hang on, I want to I want to point something out. Like I pulled this up, um, and I pulled up the oh shit! Hang on, I gotta fix that. <clears throat> Sorry about that. So, boop. There we go. Is it not showing up? Why isn't it showing up? There we go. Oops. Sorry about that. 
Okay, so oh, I pulled. I'm just I, here drinking my Capri Sun. <laughs> oh god, that sounds good. Okay, so I I was curious as to like if the sales figures would contribute to any of the uh, the. I mean, obviously the sales sales figures contribute to Microsoft's decision to do this. I just didn't know what they were. But apparently, as of January, which is, this is a bit outdated at this point. But I mean, even as of January, like the PS the PS4 obviously won this generation, but even the Switch has superseded them as of as of January of this year. And by like by four more. by four plus million units. Yeah, and then the People Switch had Animal Crossing. Oh God, yeah. that's right. Uh, Switch had Animal Crossing come out in March, and an- this is oh, the first yeah. next gen Animal Crossing. My girlfriend has put over three hundred hours into this game. Yeah, good lord. Like People are Anim- Animal Crossing game. is an absorbing game, and it's not not a bad thing. Like I no. put plenty of time into other games. Oh, next simulator. Yeah. Um. So with that, I'm sure the Switch sales boosted way farther. I remember seeing an article a couple months ago. I, I, I could tell I could try and tell you what month it is, but with the current state of the universe, I, time doesn't exist for me. Right. Uh, but it was in the past, and it was talking about how the Switch was the best-selling console of the month, and that was definitely after March. So it probably was the best-selling in March. It was probably the best-selling in April at least. And this is very true. Kept going, you know. Like so. Yeah, I know people that bought Switches. I know people that bought a Switch for Animal Crossing. Yeah, I'm sure we all know at least five people that did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure, it's it like it's it's a good game if you're into it. It's not my thing personally, but yeah, same. yeah. I enjoy and, it. Um, I feel like I got stuck though because like after a while, like I kind of like lost uh, things to do, and I think I'm just I honestly think I'm just playing the game wrong. I personally think that Animal Crossing like. I don't think it's that good. Like, I think it's a fine game in premise, but I think this version of the game, like New Horizons, has so many little quality of life things that were not just not included, but were intentionally not included to make the game longer. Like, items have durability now. That has never been a thing in Animal Crossing, and it's just like, why is this here? Uh, there, there are a lot of time. There are a lot longer? of time gates. It's really yeah. kind of weird. like planting flowers and shit is really fun until you have to wait like three days for them to actually grow, like three actual mm-hmm. days. Yeah, yeah that yeah. is a um. And in past Animal Crossing games, they had a time skip mechanic built into it. Like you could go talk to the mayor, or you are the mayor. You go talk to somebody, and they would be like, "Oh, it's this time on this day," and you'd be like, "Oh no, that's wrong." And they're like, "Oh shit, really?" And then you could change it to whatever you want. In New Horizons, the clock. The internal clock of the switch is the system is clock based it's on the, the internet. Clock. Yeah, and if you want to change it, you have to go change the switch timer. So it's not built into the game anymore, and because it's not built into the game, people like it's that, that weird concept of if it's not built into the game, it's cheating. Like, yeah, oh, you're time traveling, and time traveling is bad because you're yeah, not I don't think like, what Animal Crossing gives you. That's and dumb. I think that's bullshit. Yeah, no, I'm like, play however but, you want. I don't give a shit. I just I personally didn't do it, but. Yeah. I mean, regardless, so, like, yeah, Xbox has is, is clearly not done great mm-hmm. with all of this, so, Especially I don't, lately. yeah, I, see, I don't, I don't, I, I really can't think of any other way they could differentiate themselves at this point, like, I have, I have, outside of becoming a service, because at that point, you're really not relying on the hardware anymore, it's, it's only the software, but mm-hmm. you've you've really but that means if you if you're gonna have if you're gonna have the uniformity across your PC platform and your quote unquote dying console platform, you've got to come heavy with the exclusives and you've got to come heavy with the 
interconnectivity of them. Or else it's gonna, or else you're gonna fall flat on your face. I actually think that the Game Pass has a pretty high chance of succeeding even if they don't do that by merely extending to other platforms. Like, I, I, I mean really, if I they really would do that, I agree. I don't think they're gonna give up that edge though. Like I don't I think, I feel I, like I think to get it, on for, for for Game Pass to get on another platform, it's gonna cost some licensing money. Like of it's, course. it's gonna like I, I do think though that again, if the next generation of consoles doesn't have the ability to make that leap and bound, then it looks like they're gonna lose to PlayStation anyways. They might just do it anyways. Like, it's still going ima- to... Imagine this. Maybe you lose your group of players on Xbox, right? Uh, and all those Xbox players, those former Xbox players, they either stay on Xbox Series X, they go to PC, or they go to PlayStation. Like, they're not going to just dump gaming altogether. Maybe a very small portion. Right, right. Probably not. So all three of the... All, all of your uh, group go to those other groups. Then you put Game Pass on all the devices that can support them. Switch, whatever the next PlayStation is, PC. Then you have all of your Xbox crew and the entire citizenship of all of those other consoles that might also pay for Game Pass. The monetary abilities there like are astronomical if they make it worth it. You like, know what I mean? I understand what you're saying, a really in-depth cost-benefit analysis would need to be done with that one because that that no, has so that is so right right. I mean, that's obvious. But like that, that's so ah, that's such a variable. That's such a large variable. I I know I know if they did it, I would pay for it. If if they were like, oh, we're, we're going to put Game Pass on every console, like it's going to be on everything, and and now what, you real quick, what is this? Would this enable uh, native crossplay? I mean, in I a per, like... in this hypothetical situation. I would ho- I would hope that at that point crossplay would be normal without having to make it native. like just ubiquitous across everything. I-, I think it's already headed that direction, which is good. I oh, think God, I, I think people so. are dragging their feet, but it's already going that way. Um, so I I personally think by this theoretical time, because you'd have to under- understand this would be like a whole other console generation in the future, so like seven years. Right. I feel like in seven years, most everything's going to be crossplay, anyways, and. You do have to remember that crossplay is up to the platform developer. Like, get you, my, if Microsoft put Game Pass on PlayStation, it is not Microsoft's choice to make things crossplay. It's PlayStation's because it's still on their platform. So I don't think Game Pass would have any ability to give crossplay, but I think that all games would come with crossplay in mind at that point. So I don't really think it would matter, is my opinion on it. Like, that's what I'm hopeful for. I would hope that every game. That is not system exclusive has crossplay in seven years. I think it should happen within the next couple because things are already being developed. Like again, Fortnite and Rocket League and a bunch of these other games are already going full crossplay. I mean, fucking No Man's Sky has full crossplay right now. Right. And I'm yeah. So I'm just like if it, like if if No Man's Sky can dig themselves out of a rut and give themselves full. A rut? No, it was a grave. Let's yeah, be real. They, they dug themselves out of the grave, made their game actually pretty fucking good, and on top of that, gave it full crossplay. A- any game can do that. I feel like most games going for we're looking at you, Destiny. If they have the cape, they're working on it. They said it specifically. Um. Anyways, I feel I feel like by this theoretical time, it would already be a universal constant for non-system exclusives. Like PlayStation exclusives are only going to, you know, be playable on PlayStation because they're exclusive to PlayStation. But anything other than that, 
I, I think should already have crossplay, so I don't think it would be wrapped in Game Pass as much as it would just be in the gaming environment at that point. Okay. Um, like, but, I'm, so I, I want to hear a little bit from Lucas because he, he is the Xbox uh, stan uh, of, of the group oh, at this yeah. point. I mean, I'm, I'm curious. Like, what do you, what, I mean, that, that, okay, so that is your console of choice at this point. Sure. Uh, why do I have an Xbox One? Like, what's the question? I mean, like, what do you think of, like, the Xbox as a, as a, as a platform kind of just slowly dying off and, and passing away in its sleep like as a service what, I, I mean i mean when i say a platform i mean a literal like hardware platform i know for that it makes me kind of sad honestly because as a kid that was like my first exposure to video games was like the xbox brand and like right. xbox is one of like those names um is, that's just like synonymous with video games so that's like from a nostalgia standpoint it makes me sad um and I can tell you, since I would very much say I am a casual gamer, I am definitely not a hardcore, like, sweaty, like, <laughs> pro gamer. Wait, I'm wait a minute, wait a minute. What the hell game. does that, what the hell does that make me? I'd say you're still, I mean, you're not all, you're, you're, we are <laughs> you're not all, all, or anything. all three of us here are considered casual. I in yeah, we're casuals. We're, we're filthy, dirty casuals. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Anyways. I was like, what the hell? Our, in terms of our intensity towards games, we're all casual. In terms of our knowledge and other things, I would say we're a little bit above yeah. you know, the average and in terms of how I'll integrated say, into the culture we are. I'll say this. Me being the casual gamer that I am, I am so much less likely to use like the game pass and all this stuff because it's just, it's, it's like, it feels like an extra step and I understand it's not, but it's like, you're introducing almost an entirely new thing. Oh shit. The, I don't have water. Continue. Majority. I'll be back. Okay. You're introducing like, a, like basically a new concept for the majority of your Xbox players. Mm-hmm. And that's and you're basically taking away the console from them, and that's scary. So honestly, they're less likely to even bother with Game Pass, and they're probably just going to hop on PlayStation, which is that's what fair. I do. I, I think that would make sense. Um, in this, in this again, this theoretical future that I'm I'm envisioning and making up on the spot. Um, <laughs> if Game Pass was on PlayStation, would you pay for it? Like, in Game Pass comes with basically any game microsoft makes right like if game pass came with that it's almost like a like a net i, like, I, I know the netflix like of gaming has been tossed around a lot but for 15 bucks a month you can download and play whatever is on game pass what do you think is like would is that, that on top of playstation now or whatever their playstation There's i don't know PlayStation, what it's playstation plus um PlayStation I would say that it would be a separate service. So let's say for PlayStation, separate. you have See, to pay... That's the barrier to entry different for me. Is that that's extra... True. That's fair. Uh, for and this, also, though... and... oh, but ahead. I also don't play... I don't play that many games. That's true. I, I See, I'm like I said, I'm a casual gamer. I find the games that I like... Mm-hmm. And I like stick with those games for a while. Like I still go back and like replay the, the original Halos. I replay Bioshock. Mm-hmm. I've been. Pl- I've oh, I'm, I'm trying to stave off the, the desire to rebuy the collection on Steam, even though I really don't need I'm to. I'm close to doing it. I'm so close to doing it. Um, like I put so much, so many hours into like Destiny and Halo and Skyrim, to where it's like I could literally spend a year probably playing those closer games. I'd be fine. Mm-hmm. I don't need. 
I don't. So I probably don't. I'm the kind of person that I do not need Game Pass. That's Game fair. Pass. Game Pass will be wasted on me. That's. I'll say that. Let's say for just for the sake of example, for Xbox Series X, the next console, right? Okay. I still think, and probably for Xbox One X too. I think because as as we mentioned before, they're not selling xbox live year passes anymore they're only selling like one month and three months which is leading us to assume that game pass is going to kind of suck in xbox live if that happened and it was like oh okay on any xbox there is no xbox live it's just game pass but it serves as xbox live and as you know its own library i'm assuming you would pay for that right because it's basically the same service plus some yeah service plus a little bit extra yeah that's fine I am so much more likely to pay for that than I am to pay for two, two separate things. Gotcha. That makes sense. I, I think that makes sense. I would I would fall into a similar category. Like I would probably pay for Game Pass separately if I was on PlayStation again in this theoretical future, because if in this theoretical future the Xbox console doesn't exist anymore, that means that the only way to get these Microsoft exclusives would be through Game Pass. Like if if right. if Game Pass said you can play Halo on PlayStation. I would slap that shit as fast as I could. I would be like, yes, sold. At that point, I'll, I'll probably have a PC, so maybe not. But even then, I, I still think I would buy it personally. But I am also the kind of guy, I switch around my games a lot. Like I'm not like you two where I could pick you know, these three games and be happy with it. Oh, no, I mean, I play a shit ton of stuff. It's just you happen to see on stream the few things I'm playing you know, primarily. I bounce around a lot, especially now that the PC is built. Dude, I have so many fucking things to play that I, I, I'm ta- I literally, I mean, I just ran through Pokemon. I'm going to have to go back to that because I still have the whole DLC to run through it while I intermittently play Temtem and that whole new world. Like, it's a lot. <laughs> I'm the opposite. Like, I am both loving and dreading the day that Cyberpunk maybe ever comes out. Because <laughs> we have it locked in November for now, but I, honestly, I, it could I be will... delayed again, and I'd be like, you know what, you guys are doing what you need to. Take your time, Project Red. <laughs> Take your time, Senpai. No, but I will literally like, I will play that game probably nonstop for probably a year and a half. It just looks so. I'm good. not gonna lie. Actually, I'm I'm gonna look up. Is that is that VR compatible at this point? Oh God, I hope not, dude. If it oh, is. I'm like I'm like a week or two away from having enough money to buy uh, the Oculus. That's such, a, that's such a strange game for it to be VR. No, it's first say. person. Feel, well, d- just because it's first person doesn't mean it's built for VR. Yeah, no, but listen, I, I listen. Think, if I can at I, least if I can at least play it by looking through my my VR as opposed to looking at the screen, do you know how much more immersive that would just be in general? That would be fine if it's just in terms of the look seems like I'm, like I'm holding a controller in my hands as opposed to trying to move yeah yeah, yeah. that's that's it's fine good. and okay. and I can spend my money I'm saving it I'm not spending money I don't have I feel like I feel like there's some kind of meta commentary to be said there <laughs> it's like Cyber playing Punk, the, it's like playing the Matrix on a video game like in VR weird. yeah I mean you have to you have to use a fucking landline phone to take off your VR headset. It's locked in otherwise. Yeah. You can't oh, okay. it they say that they said they're thinking about it, but there's no plans right now. God damn it, that'd be so fucking cool. I don't uh, I I think of Cyberpunk VR the same way I would think of Skyrim VR. It's a fun novelty, but there's no fucking way I would actually play Skyrim in virtual oh, reality. Yeah. There's that no way I play it seriously. That sounds awful. That sounds like a fun time for like a couple hours after I have a fully made character that I can go back and run around and blow the 
piss out of people, but <laughs> if I if I yeah. had to actually play that game in VR, I would I would uh, no, I would I would rather not play Skyrim. That the only horrible. game that's ever made me like ever look at VR like legitimately like be like wow that's actually really cool is Half Life Alex. Everything else is like just everything that's built for VR is going to be good in VR, but things that are built that are not specifically VR then move into the VR realm with an adaptation, it's like, eh, it just doesn't seem like it's ever going to work that well. well so my thing with VR is so many games that are built for VR seem like a, like a novelty or like a gimmick, mm -hmm. and they don't, look, they don't look like they're meant to be taken seriously as video games, and Half-Life Alex was the only game, or has been the only game, that's made me, like, take Actually, a VR game seriously. Yeah. It does look really good. VR Honestly, the first so thing I'm going to buy is probably you. that when I get my Oculus. I think the reason for that, Lucas, is because VR is a relatively new ground to cover. It's still it's still like a luxury, like very very much. So. It is. There's and not even that many and even though it's prolific at this point, you'd be surprised how little people have gotten their hands on it and actually experienced it. Like everyone, yeah. everyone will say, "Oh yeah, that's not good. That's not." Before they jump into it, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, I bet it's kind of cool, whatever." But like, it's not like VR VR. And granted, it's not a fucking holodeck. Let's let's be real. But like, yeah. the, like, give it five minutes while you're. And I'm gonna keep saying in there because that's what it feels like. Give it five minutes being in there, and you're like, oh, there's there's nothing else. It's just this, mm -hmm. and that's it. Like, it's so it's pretty fucking cool. And it's also again like it's been around for a while, but it's still not normalized. It's it is it is a barrier to entry due to cost. Well, and again, even regardless of the cost, VR is still just new. Yes. Relatively. Like, it's only been around for a like couple a, of effect, years. Effective VR. Yeah, VR that's actually commercially available, easy to use, like, understandable to developers, was really only implemented truly and utterly, like, two or three years ago. And then you have to consider how long games take to develop. I'm sure we're about it to get in that. It has been way longer than that. VR has been a thing since I was in high school. Yeah, VR has been a thing since we've all like you okay, and I. Okay, so both like I think the first age. the first Oculus we went on a huge tangent, but I'm here for it. Like the first Oculus came out, I think in 2014. Right, and we have to consider that that first Oculus was kind of shit. Like it didn't really do exactly what. No, it there was it, there it was it was very minuscule as as far yeah. as what was there for. I'm I'm saying Lucas when I say like VR really. You know, I'm saying by the time, like, I would say two or three years ago, maybe four at the most, is when VR became gameable as opposed to viewable. Like the 2016. First, the okay. first VR games that ever came out, I remember uh, Matt, uh, Zach had one, the PlayStation VR. So, okay, so that wasn't the first. He, he, no, the, I know. I'm just, the yeah, PSVR I'm came out like 2017 or 2018. I'm using it as, a, as an example. The things that I played on that PlayStation VR were a experience where you're put in a cage and you go down to the bottom of the ocean. It has no gameplay. You literally just look around. And there was one other game that was kind of like a Spider-Man-esque game where you like swing from area to area. They were, the, they were like the launch titles for the PSVR. Yeah, they were, they were, they were basically visual and gameplay beta tests. They, yeah, yeah, it was tech demo. They, essentially, all VR games up until like two or three years ago 
are tech demos or ports of already finished games. Granted, they're very good tech demos. Like, the Batman yeah. game is phenomenal. No, they are. Like, there are some games that are really, really good, but I think that because VR really went, kind of shifted from tech demo to, like, oh, shit, we can actually make games in here, I think Half-Life Alex is the first example of that, and that's because they got on it first because they're Valve. Yeah. Um, and they had the time, and because, you know, they're not making any sequels to their second games ever um if there's there's they, no there's no three in the title so it doesn't count. no three in the title so it's not half-life three but that that that's my what i'm saying is i'm like vr is about to be, i feel like we're on the precipice of it eh, precipice of it becoming a real gaming situation but up until now half-life alex you're right it is the first one to really be like oh shit this is an actual game but i feel like it is the first one because it's the first one that got finished like, developers in the past were just making, oh, this looks pretty, oh, this gameplay mechanic kind of works the way we want it to, and within the past couple of years, it's it's done that leaps and bounds like it did in the first console generation, and now people are like, oh, shit, we can make actual games with this, and now they're starting to do it. Like, Super Hot VR, for example, that's a good example. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Super Hot, yeah, it looks very, very simplistic, that's the point. And the gameplay mechanic around it is super fucking cool. But even Super Hot VR is still just kind of like a tech demo because it's really simplistic. Mm. You shoot gun, you move left and right, avoid enemies, kill them in repeatable puzzle rooms. Like, that's it. It's very yeah. simple, but it's very cool. And then Half-Life Alex is kind of that next step of like, oh, you know, I still point and shoot with gun and I move in this 3D space. But now it's a lot more detailed. There's a lot more shit to go through. There's a lot more guns, a lot more people. There's different kinds of enemies, different environments. And then, you know, it's going to steamroll. So I think VR is about to explode within like the next couple of years in terms of how many games are going to come out that are actually worth it. So I think we're kind of on that precipice on the cliff about to jump. So, yeah, Xbox, you guys, <laughs> we, we, we went down a crazy road there, but um, it's okay. no, I know. Uh, we can real quick before we move on. We can circle back to Halo Infinite because um, I know Lucas wanted to talk about that a little bit. Oh yeah. <laughs> while you while you oh, talk about oh, Halo no. Infinite for like five seconds, I'm gonna go turn my arrow. Okay. I'm concerned. Have Why you say it like that? Uh, so so you've seen the uh, the gameplay trailer, correct? Yeah, I, I liked it. It looked. I can't. It. You can't even find the words. Oh my god. Yeah, it's there's something about it, and I'm I'm that sure I, I know what it, it wasn't bad. Is this a bad opinion or a good opinion? It, it's it, it's a hot take in my from what I understand it is a hot take. Okay. But gameplay it looks fine. It looks fluid. It looks fun. It looks like it's taking the good parts of five and meshing it with one. So it, it making making so that the Spartans feel heavy and feel I like you know, I they're... currently have it up on screen just so as a visual representation. We'll skip along, but please continue. The, the visuals, I'm not impressed with. There have been a lot of talks about the like that, the, the graphic dude, quality and at the end. Oh my god, dude, that looked like something from Halo Reach. That looks so bad. Did you see the pop in on so, the clouds? So real, real quick, real yeah, quick, did. real did. quick. They did say so. This is it. This is sitting. So this resolution right here, and it may not come out this way in in the um in the stream. So, but I currently have the display setting on two twenty one sixty p at sixty frames. So this is four K sixty right now that's popping on on the, on my screen. Um, but like, I, I I mean I'm pretty sure I heard them say that this was a a 
development build for the demo, but they are for, they are much further along in the game. Okay, I but would I'm, hope. I'm all like, and let me see if I can find a a, a backup of that. You, what you I can give me cutscenes that are like the Halo Two anniversary, which are like beautiful to look at, which are like incredible. Well, with, like, re- hang on, there, there. Whoa, hang on. That that is a whole different thing. That was specifically done by Blur Studios, and all of those were pre-rendered, not in engine. Like they did the like. It took it took I a lot that. to do those. But, but even something like Halo Four and Halo Five, you look at those cutscenes and they look amazing. Like yeah, those look terrible. those look great compared to the stuff that they showed in um, showed in the demo. That brute chieftain looked rough. Yeah, it did. There okay, so there's an now. article. There's an article on IGN. Halo Infinite demo was a work in progress build, but running on a PC is powerful as a Series X. Uh, hang on. So what I'm from what I'm aware, the demo like all that all that said obviously is accurate. But from what I'm aware, the demo for Halo Infinite was run. Well, it was basically a demo because you have to understand that this demo is probably showing the results of all the work up until like five to six months ago this demo was probably made half a year ago right and it was just shelled we can we can assume yeah we can assume we can assume that it was shelled and put away in a corner basically for six months or four months this is what's going to be used we're going to have this and we're going to move on and keep yeah but they probably had a very very small team the pop-in yep there's the pop-in on the clouds um i just saw i was just watching it Hang on, you got to rewind it while the elevator is going up. Look, mountains in the distance, and there's some pop in on the clouds. Um, what they probably have is a really small team. You see it? Oh yeah. Okay, so uh, in the background, pop in, fade in. Uh, we're gonna split hairs, but whatever. Yeah, I saw. I saw it. They they were they were not there, and then they were. They no, but there's a pop in, and then there is a fade in where it's a draw distance thing as opposed to a pop in thing. But I understand I, what right. you're saying. Regardless. From what I'm aware, again, this demo is just old. Like, it's older, and we also have to understand that the current circumstance of the universe has put a lot of things behind development. Also like, true. I honestly Like, they're devving, think... they're devving from home, let's be real. Yes, I honestly do think... Like, where did I... Wait, was that... Wait, go back. Was that Grunt running in the air? No. No, he, he, no, he, no, he was Grunt fine. He being was... thrown by yeah. the group. Yeah, no, that okay, was actually a really cool game, a really cool enemy mechanic that I liked. I'm like, oh, they're actually being I, a little more dynamic. I, I, I enjoyed that. Oh, Grunt looked like he was running. No, I was no, like, no. Hold on. He was like flying and oh, flailing his arms that. in the in the air. I'm like, I, I actually like this. I was like, this mm-hmm. is different. But I, and that's cool. And I like the idea of being able to pick up a fusion coil finally and, and being able to because because it. you're a Spartan with literal super strength. Like, so I'm I'm a and fan of that. Yeah. I'm a fan of the majority of the gameplay. Yeah, the gameplay mechanic yeah, seems a I'm lot not, better. I'm not mad about it. The right. gameplay looks mm-hmm. I'm just like, the visuals are what's throwing me. Like, those Covenant are too colorful. Too, too I, colorful? I think too they're fine. I think they're too colorful. They, what's wrong they with look color? like They look like sparkly M&Ms. Like, I can see... <laughs> the fact that I can see the blue on the Elite's helmet... From I mean, this far away. like it's so. The, the original vibrant. elites and everything were blue as, and orange as fuck. I mean, I, I mean, I, yeah, but I, you also look at like the that's like old school Halo. Like the red, the red elites look cool because they were like more like subtle red. Mm-hmm. 
But that's like also like the old processing, like just throw a color at it. It's fine. I think that's what they're, I think that's purposeful though. I think the reason they're making them I, so colorful is because they're trying to emulate Halo 1, which was that's the elite have ever looked in Halo Reach. Because it has to be. Halo I, Reach had the best elites. I agree. The elites were scary in that game, dude. I, oh no, I agree. Like I, I 100% agree, but I do understand that because they're trying to emulate Halo 1, which was colorful by necessity because of just the way the, the thing was built they're trying to emulate that feeling and you can't really see, that, that, that feeling without that in in my opinion makes it feel like like this is just a reskin of halo one that's what, honestly that's what this well, looks do we like know do we know when this takes place is this a a sequel to this five? Is after five it is after it's supposed five. to be a sequel that's i think that's why it bothers me and it looks like halo one reskinned mm-hmm. i, I, I want to know why I we i, I want to know why we clearly have like inferior armor again but that's a story here, thing i'm here, sure you know you know what here's here's what this is ready this is this is gonna be hot take and no nobody kill me i'm pretty sure uh, i know what ha- you're gonna say halo infinite is star wars the force awakens yeah it's a soft reboot that's what it is it's, yeah, a, it's it, a soft reboot they, they straight up said that i think it's quote going back to its roots unquote which means that halo infinite is probably going to have an almost identical story to halo one so like it's probably gonna have the exact same story. I mean, we're probably, on we're on another ring world. We're on and... another ring. We're fighting the banished, even though they're the covenant. Like this, this is. I go- would this I is... would love different enemies. Like I, the Prometheans were were not great, but like I thought they were At least different. They were different. Yeah. yeah. Like... It's kind of like with Destiny. It's like, oh, we want the fucking Veil. We want the Moth people. And I want. Do the we do we want them because so the current enemies are bad? No, we just want them because they're different. And I, I, it's just that's I why like the Titan was so cool, and the Devil Splicers were so cool. Yeah, I like I like taking it first, and then I didn't, and then I got used to them. Well, they've just been around for a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, then it became the Taken were always the main bad guy. And yeah. I was like, okay. I agree with Lucas in the vein that this it does look like Halo One reskinned, and I think that's the point. But I do think there that... there there was a visceral response to Five from a lot of people. Yeah, they're going back to the roots because they know that's the safe play. Yeah, I think it'll look better. I, I think, again, this is an old build that we're seeing, and it's going to look better. How much better? Obviously, I don't know. I, I do think, and this is just my opinion, I think that pretty much every game that's set to come out like in November, in December, that wasn't already gold should be delayed. That's that sounds shitty because nobody wants to delay after holiday season, but I bet that's what's happening. Everybody lost like two to three months of development time when the pandemic. Yeah, you've got a point. They everybody lost it because nobody no no. Well, that's what I'm saying. So that is an Xbox decision. That is not a a what is it called a um three four three decision. And a dev yeah. decision. So and the problem, the, the, the big problem with that is they they need they they have to have to have to fucking get this game out in time for the launch of the Series X because the Series X is not being manufactured here; it's being manufactured overseas. And as much as we like to shit on China for you know giving out the coronavirus like Pez, like I mean their their worker laws are almost non-existent. So like whether or not they fully quarantined the people for as long as they say they did this out of the other, that's a whole fucking other conversation. Like I'm going to assume to a certain degree that they probably didn't stop manufacturing parts enough to really necessitate a slowdown in the delivery date for the actual hardware. 
I honestly don't like regardless. That's an assumption. It's a major assumption. It is a major assumption, but all, but and you can here's an assumption that's much safer to make. This shit's coming out in the holiday of 2020. That's when uh-huh. it's set to release, November and December. Do you think any company worth their salt is going to miss the release of the next Halo game during the holiday season? Everybody, I think, really, every game that wasn't pretty much already finished needs like to get that two to three months of development time that they lost at the beginning back. You have to assume that for those two to three months when the pandemic first started, you know, they're working on getting everything remote, nobody's working at full capacity, and then while they've settled in the remote working environment, they're still not going to be working full capacity, probably. No. But then but then to, to lend to lend credence to your claim, look at look at the one company that has consistently pushed their game back more and more because they know they need it and because they fucking can. It's it's mm-hmm. CD Project Red. Like yeah. They're they're they self they they're self developing and self publishing like they they're they are beholden to no one and like it's not done you guys we love you but you're not getting this incomplete shit we're not doing it like it's That's not gonna actually happen. what just happened with Destiny Beyond Light they're like yeah, hey yeah. we're exactly. not to anybody anymore we need to delay this because it's not ready because we lost so much time and ever and most of the Destiny community is like. That sucks. I wanted to play it, but yeah, go for it. Halo. Because that's what. That's Bungie what also knows that they need to win their their fan base back. Oh yeah, they really sure. do. Like that's they the they're, they're aware of this. But Halo in particular, it's just it's Halo. It's supposed to be the big Series X launch title, and it's launching in the holiday. Microsoft is like, you bastards, get this out the door. I think Halo in pretty much every game that's supposed to come out in the holiday needs to be delayed like two to three months but they can't delay two to three months because it's the holiday season and no one's gonna miss it because it's gonna just delay the series x uh, i mean that's that's even that's even more of a not gonna fucking happen yeah they can't delay they can't delay the box past holiday if you delay past holiday you're probably gonna cut your profits by like 20 to 25 percent like that that's a wild assumption obviously but it's a big one because everybody spends a lot during the holiday and imagine this the Xbox doesn't sell during the holiday. The PlayStation does. That is the nail in the coffin for the Xbox Series X if they have to yeah. delay past the holiday because every parent is going to buy their kid a PlayStation because you, that's you the can, one that's You out. can so tell that there's a lot more push to get shit done on the Xbox front right now, whereas it seems like Sony, with most of with their, with their base hierarchy being settled in Japan, like they're, they're fine. Mm-hmm. Like you, you know, it's as smooth as it can possibly be, possibly be, given the current situation around the world right now. Yeah, like, which they're not which sweating it at all. Smoothest, but it's better than other people. Yes. So that, that's COVID. that's my my take on it. Like I think Halo is going to be fine, and I know that they want this. I don't think they want Halo to be like games as a service. That's not what the not what I'm saying. But I have read a, a couple articles about Halo Infinite is supposed to be the last Halo for a while. Like this is the last. Halo they want it to be a game. platform, which I'm really yeah. tired of games as a platform for a They're lot of these They're going to take Halo Infinite and continue to spin it out and work on it. I don't. Again, I don't think they're going to go with like expansions and stuff like that. But I think no. it's going to be like, DLC. hey, we made a new map. Like, hey, you know, we did this. Like, little free updates here and there, just for random bullshit, is the way that I think they want to go. And then maybe every couple of years they put out like a big DLC expansion that has, you know, its own campaign and it has new maps and it has new, hopefully forge areas. Please bring back the forge. And I want my racetracks. God damn it. Other stuff of that sort is their goal. So the good thing 
ironically about that, is that if Halo Infinite ships and, you know, it doesn't look as good as it's, it's supposed to, you know it's going to get fixed because they're plan they've yeah. been planning on working on this game for the foreseeable future anyways. That's just the route they wanted to take. So even if it winds up looking not as good as it should at launch, which is obviously a, an issue, it's going to end up looking fine. It's just, you know, where do you draw the line of where it's acceptable to buy the game? Do you want to buy it when it's not finished? Do you want to wait? Um, do you eat, like, and the other thing is you have to buy the fucking Series X or a PC if you don't have either of those to play this game, because I don't right. think it's coming out on One X. So, um, I don't think it is. Actually, I'm, sure I'm not sure. I'm pretty huh? sure it's Series X PC particular. Like, it was built with the Xbox Series X in mind, from what I'm aware. Um, no, so it's yeah. going to be on Xbox One. It is? Yep. Oh. Cool. So I don't need to get an Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is it a uh, cross-platform between Xbox and PC? I think one of their big pushes with the Series X is that it's going to be native across well, it's all one, of the is one X Is One X also... Like Lucas's console, could you, if you have Halo Infinite, and Lucas, if Halo, if Lucas has Halo Infinite on the One X, could you two play together? If I have it on PC, or if I have it on Series X. If you have it on PC, if you have it on PC and he has it on One X, not Series X, could you two play together? That's that's different. That's still a differentiation between PC and console versus Xbox One and Series X. No, yeah, I know, but that's why I'm asking you because you have an internet browser open. Right, I don't like, think that's I, I that's that's unknowable. I think I don't think they're really pushing that right now. I um, would hope if if crossplay between PC and Series X exists, which I'm pretty sure it does, if if PC to One X doesn't exist, I would be baffled. That would be see, bullshit. Hang on, let me see. And honestly, one of the main reasons I'm asking is because I'll probably have a PC around that same time, and then the three of us can play Halo together like the old days. Aww. Uh, bud. Uh, <laughs> dude, it's gonna be adorable. It's, it better be adorable, Microsoft. 343. Don't you, don't you shit on me. Don't you do what Bungie don't, did. Don't fuck me on this. Um, hang on. I'm actually looking. It doesn't seem like there's any press releases saying this. There's a it, lot there of... Be. There might yeah, not there's be. There's a lot of forum there. posts. Um, there might not be any news about it. It wouldn't surprise me. But that's something to keep your eye on, sure. Like, if 1X to... Cause so, we know fun that fact, Forge Mode is back. Yay. Good. Mm, there are no loot boxes. That, I know that with the new um, console generation, like the Series X and PlayStation 5, like even Destiny has said intergenerational crossplay is going to exist. PS4 right. can play to PS5. 1X can play to Series X. So I'm like, if that exists for Destiny, I would hope that that would exist intergenerally, in, uh, intergenerationally in Halo for 1X to Series X. And then on top of that, if Series X and PC can crossplay, then I don't see why 1X and PC could. Well, but that's a whole nother thing. We can get into it later. I'm pretty sure we need to talk about drive-in movie theaters. Yes. Okay, so that was the other thing. So we all know... COVID fucking sucks. Yeah. This is this is not wait, a. Wait. <laughs> wait, what? Huh? What? What is this? I, I don't know. What is what is co co COVID? No. COVID? So co co COVID. Nineteen. What are they? Where are the other eighteen? Oh God. Yeah. No, I'm not spreading that bullshit. Um. Anyway, so COVID sucks. Um. All movies have basically stopped. Like things yep. are getting just delayed inevitably, uh, indefinitely. Um. Mm -hmm. Some some good. 
Like, uh, no one needs an Avatar 2. So, that's being delayed indefinitely. So, I'm, I'm cool with that one. That's coming out no matter what. I hate it. I hate the I, I, I do too, but it's that's coming out no matter what. That movie what. was shit, and I will fight anyone that says otherwise. Um, Looked pretty. It, yeah, a lot of things look pretty, but... Oh, I haven't even watched it. Is there a trailer for it? Avatar the 2. The second one? I don't no. think so. I Jay- just know that there's like four avatars total planned. Well, he planned there to be, to like, because he and planned for it to take 10 them. years for it to like release all the movies. And now it's taking 11 years for him to make two. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, it's, it's fucking ridiculous. I don't know what James Cameron is the king of like just un- unnecessary or unintentional procrastination. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so th- some, some good. And then some things like Tenant. Or uh, was it ten tens uh, tenant? It's tenant. Yeah, okay. Um, that being delayed, also in, in indefinitely, which is kind of upsetting because I love Christopher Nolan movies. Um, so this this is my pitch to the world, and this is starting to happen a little more and more. Um, buy a plot of land, or just <laughs> or or just somewhere, and put up a screen, and run some wire. And if you really want to be cheap about it. Find a dead AM radio station and just broadcast that shit out. Because if you need money and you have and you have a fucking license to sell a movie screening, drive-ins, dude. Make it fuck. I, I've yeah. been wanting drive-ins to come back for the longest fucking time because I've never actually gotten to experience one and it pisses me off. I love the concept. I want them back. Thoughts, reactions. Never yeah, it's already happening. I mean, there's a couple. Yeah, there's a couple in uh, Orlando. I, I I went to one. There's there's month, there's one in St. Augustine. There's one actually that's popped so up in question. Riverside. Like, are, are they new, completely new drive-ins? Like, is that no. something that somebody purchased, or is it an old drive-in that already existed for the memes that is using this time? No, no, to... no drive-ins exist for the memes. They've been dead for like three decades. I've seen plenty of drive-ins that still exist yeah. that show like old movies yeah. and sell yeah. old went. No, that like picnic in the park bullshit doesn't count. Well, but they're still drive-ins. They still exist, and if they can yeah. accommodate the current here, situation, here, here, here. it's it's it's, it. it's it's not. It's I literally not went to a drive-in movie theater last month, and we went and we saw the Goonies. Yeah. The other movies that were being shown were like the Christopher Reeve. Is that his name? Christopher Reeve yeah. Superman. Yeah. 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 That was the other the, movie. Drive-ins still exist. And I'm going to that. one tomorrow to watch Shrek for someone's birthday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Shrek is an but underrated movie. You see what I mean, right? Like, drive-ins do still exist. and they... I want them to be, like, prolific, though, man. They're not going to be. What? No, so here's the thing. The drive-ins that exist are probably using this time to boost the fuck out of their sales and are hopefully going to use this time to upgrade themselves make themselves a little more modern but dr- the only drive-ins that still exist exist for the purpose of recreating that older style drive-in experience which means they're going to be showing older style movies they're not going to turn into updated drive-ins for new movies maybe a couple will but most probably won't but i don't I think, think i don't think the turnaround to do that would would be harder you just show a fucking new movie like you can do I don't that i think it would be hard either but i just don't think that like think think about this what kind, like up until you know like a year ago right before covid who owned and operated the drive through drive through uh, drive in sorry <laughs> so many drive throughs oh my god yeah, just like all over who, who owned and operated drive in movie theater the only people who did were the people that wanted to maintain that nostalgic feeling of old drive in movie theaters 
that was the reason they kept them open was to do that kind of stuff so unless they hey want man to- reagan's america and- was pretty fucking great Unless they want, well, no, I'm not. I'm not saying no, that driving the theaters I'm, of the classics are a bad thing. I'm just saying that the people that owned and operated. Real, real those quick, real quick disclaimer. I'm, I'm fucking joking. We know that's why we're just moving on. Um, those, those things exist, and the people who owned them wanted them to exist as a point of nostalgia, not a point of new updated movies. There are some who probably will update their drive-in movie theaters and make them new and updated things. And they'll probably do really well. But here's the other point. I don't think anybody right now is going to go buy an empty plot of land and build a new drive-in movie. Okay, okay, okay. Well, here, here's the alternative. Because the, the movie industry in Hollywood as a, as, as, a, as a whole has tried to push this, oh, we'll just deliver new movies to you in your home. But oh, it's going to cost you like $22. Who the fuck would want... like If someone spends 22 bucks. To see a new theater movie at home by yourself, you're fucking stupid. I, mean, I genuinely on- think you're an idiot. Honestly, honestly, is it that much more expensive than actually going to a movie theater nowadays? I spend like nine to ten dollars. Yeah, that, that's do you go to matinees or when do you go? That's important. A matinee, a matinee would be like seven fifty. If I go on a normal like Saturday night I'll spend ten fifty maybe and I, I don't buy anything else I don't need to like no that's fine the I'm average the, the, the price for a ticket in and of itself is max like 11 bucks and I'm so not... you, they want me to spend double that for watching it at home by myself no dude there are some people who would totally do that that's stupid I would do it why because it's a new movie and I literally can't go experience it anywhere else right now I, if if somebody comes out with a if tenant, you at that point. if tenant comes out tomorrow on demand, I personally don't care about tenant. I know a little bit about it. I just right. haven't done. It's, it's I haven't just, done my research. It's the if most tenant, it's the most well known example at this point. Sure. If tenant comes out tomorrow and I was hyped for it, and you told me either pay twenty dollars for it now or wait at least six months, what are you gonna do? See. Honestly, like I don't know, like but you, I, you I, I, That's I, the point. It's not that 20, stupid. Twenty plus dollars as someone who lives by himself. Twenty plus dollars for one fucking movie just sounds so ludicrous. Oh, it is. I'm and not, not like not the ludicrous. fun ludicrous, like the guy that's in the Fast and Furious movies, like the dumb, <laughs> really ridiculous concept of ludicrous. Yeah, I'm not saying that the idea is completely kosher. I am saying that. It is not unreasonable to think that people would do it. Additionally, you do have to consider the weird amenities that come with renting a movie at home. You can pause it. You can get up. You normally have it for twenty-four hours, so maybe you can even watch it. Multiple okay, times. but but if but if you had a business that offered you what is essentially a movie and an experience, because that's what a fucking drive-in kind of is, mm-hmm. for fifteen dollars a car, and you can get like quote-unquote concessions and shit like that aren't movie theater expensive would that not be a better use of your money in in, in time and enjoyment level oh it would absolutely be a better use of the money but here's the issue is that the drive-in movie theaters that exist are like one per county like if I Which is why I'm saying make movie, more of them, especially right now. They're not going to buy... Nobody is going to buy an empty plot and franchise a drive-in movie theater. Nobody is going to do that. Really not upset. right now. It's it's just like people going to try and 
buy a house right now. It's just something <laughs> that people aren't going to be doing because it's not feasible. You're not going to go buy a plot of land and pay a construction company to ignore social distancing to build you a drive-in movie theater during a fucking plague. The only drive-in movie theaters that are going to exist are the ones that already exist. And it is up to them whether or not they want to upgrade to accommodate new movies. And I feel that the amount of people who owned and operated these things prior to this, since their, you know, their mode of operation is nostalgia, which is a good thing. I'm not saying it's bad. Um, I don't think they're going to want to do that. I think even if half the drive-in movie theaters in America did decide to upgrade to accommodate new movies and new sound system and maybe better concessions, let's say half of them did, that's like 50 there's not that many drive-in movie theaters that still exist and nobody's going to be building new ones and if you think oh maybe once the panic is over like once the pandemic is over maybe people should build drive-in movie theaters nobody's going to go to a fucking drive-in movie theater once the pandemic is over they're going to sit their ass down in their nearest regal or amc for 24 hours to watch a bunch of new movies in a row like i think the drive-in movie theaters is a great concept for right now but it's a fleeting one nobody's gonna build new ones so it's up to the very few that exist if they want to update sure they'll make a lot of money but as soon as this shit's over they're gonna go back to normal is it worth investing all that money to wind up becoming a nostalgic drive-in movie theater again that exists only to show the coonies and shrek and like they're making a lot of money right now because they have nowhere else to go like nobody has anywhere else to go if they want to make if they want to see a movie that's not in their house but once this is over all that money that they invested for the drive-in movie theaters that already exist, probably a good idea. For the new ones being built, they're going to be fucking empty. Nobody's willing to take that financial risk. It's not going to happen. It's not worth it. I'm really sad right now. I'm sorry that I made you sad. It's a good idea. I don't dislike the concept of a drive-in movie theater. It's just right now, it's a good idea. Is it worth the money to upgrade? Maybe for some that already exist, it's the money to build new fuck no no way it's not worth it to keep regular movie theaters open right now and in most cases drive-in movie theater you'll make some money right now but it's not gonna be worth the investment once everything's over or or the pandemic never ends and you get your wish and drive-in movie theaters become the thing well that's we that's clearly not what again. i want like exactly so i would like the I, pandemic to end at some point yeah, so drive-in movie theaters, cool, fun concept. For those that exist, use this time to make some good money. I think it's great for them that they exist right now, but once this is over, it's going to go back to normal. I'm mad. <laughs> yeah? I just want fun things. Is that so bad? Like... It's not a bad thing to want fun things, but you have to understand that the people giving you the fun things are real fucking people betting their entire life on building a drive-in movie theater that might not exist after the <laughs> pandemic ends. They're not here to service you. Well, they are, but they're not here to blow their entire finances on you. Oh, my. Snap. God, just, that, that topic. One, just, two, like... three, four, five. Snap in the Z formation, bitch. God damn. <laughs> well then <laughs> let's look at what's next Jesus fuck nerd god damn it okay <laughs> love you I don't I don't Say fucking I don't fucking believe you after that one 
Say it back. Anyway, um, the other thing, the other one of the other things that was voted pretty heavily on uh, this week, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two is officially in full development. Like, I'll see it in a decade. Hell yeah! I I really, really hope it's not that long. Like God, the fact that they didn't start full development until now makes me think it's going to be at least five years. At least. Really? Yeah. Five yeah. years. Yeah, they're building from scratch, dude. Well, no, I don't think they said that. Well, I mean, if they just started full development, then yeah, started from scratch. The only assets they have are going to be the assets from the first game, and you and I both know that they did not build out the entirety of the game world for all however many games this is going to be, and then just leave it on the cutting room floor. They didn't work ahead. They did everything they could to get part one out. Now it's, they're going. It's Square Enix, right? Yeah, yeah it's Square Enix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they see immediately. Uh, I don't they're, they're, We are not seeing that bitch for five to seven years. Hey, I gar- I'll put it this way. You're more likely to see Final Fantasy 1.2 or 1.5 before you see Final Fantasy Remake 2. Honestly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 7.5 or whatever. I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Nomura has said he wants to deliver the game as soon as possible. I don't know if they're... My assumption is they're using the same assets, so it wouldn't be as bad. Well, Um, yes, but you have to keep in mind that they're only able to really use the same assets of the character models. Not much else. They specified when Final Fantasy VII Part I remake and Knuckles with Dante came out, they specifically said (laughs) that they they were using... They were making fresh assets specifically for the Midgar portion of the game, and that's what the assets were being used for was the Midgar portion of the game. None of those Midgar assets can really be used, again, other than character models, outside of Midgar. I can, like, sure, they might have some enemies. Like, the enemies that they've already made, some of the bosses that they've already made, Uh. the actual character models, like, of Cloud and Barret and Tifa, um, those all exist. So, yeah, that's a good cut of time out. But the actual Fuck. world that they exist in, I bet that bench that that bench that bitch is empty. It is a white grid right now, and they're putting together mountains polygon by polygon. That's my opinion. That's what I think. I think I think that they can reuse a little bit, but not entirely. We make that sad podcast. <laughs> I mean, this winds up happening every time, a little bit. Not not every time, but like today, it just today it just hurts. I'm I'm sorry, dude. I have to, I have to be realistic about it. And again, I'm not a point of truth. I don't fucking know. They could actually be farther than we think. But from me, them saying we're starting full development now, and knowing what they said about Midgar being unique asset wise, I'm like, oh, maybe you can reuse the character models. Like, but that's probably it. And you know, that's not that's a big portion of a game, but it's not the full fucking game. So maybe shave it down from seven years to five, but either way, it's still going to take a while. Especially, especially if the next portion of the game is going to be more open world like we thought it might. It's going to make it even longer, unless it's a much more linear experience like this one is. And if it's linear, then is it really what we want? I doubt it's going to be linear. There's no way it's going to be linear. It better not be, because if it is, we're going to complain. But if it's not linear, then it's going to take longer. Mm Mm-hmm. I just think that Square Enix, like, when Square Enix starts full development and they say, oh, we're going to get it done as soon as we can, Square Enix exists on Square Enix time. Not right, regular- okay, right, but 
I feel like there's... no, you're still gonna buy it. I mean, yep. yeah, I am. The first one was great, and I beat it twice. Like, I put fucking 90 hours into that shit. Um, it was very good. But, like, I feel like there's a bit of an exception with the quality and the way they're handling 7, because 7 is 7. Like the that the quality the quality of seven is markedly better than anything else they put out in quite a while. Kingdom Hearts three being included in that list. Rose. <laughs> yeah. Kinda. See that that makes what you just said makes me think that it's gonna take even longer. Because it's Final Fantasy Seven, it's the big remake. You have to make sure that bitch is perfect. You fuck that up and you're gonna piss off everybody. You know what I mean? Matt, when did when did they first announce that Final Fantasy Seven remake was was hang on now, hang on now. They had an engine change, just like they did with Kingdom Hearts three. Okay. Exactly. But when did they when announce? When did they first announce it? So when do you think the engine change happened? Halfway through? What was twenty seventeen? Was when they announced Final Fantasy seven remake? No, no, they announced it twenty fifteen. Twenty seventeen was the engine change. Okay, so you have to imagine that even if the engine changed, they probably had a lot more world assets and character assets done already. So three years. Well, no, you realize when you change an engine, everything has to be scrapped, right? You can't port over anything. No, like any work. No, they were using. Wow. So if I'm if I'm if I'm remembering correctly, they were using the same engine they were using Kingdom Hearts three with, and that was the Luminous engine. That was an in-house engine that Square Enix, I'm pretty sure, made. But mm. Unreal Engine four was the one that was being used by the majority of the gaming community, or the sorry, the development community, and it is a. Unreal 4 is very, very easy to develop on. Mm-hmm. And so that's why a lot of... And this is not something new that's happened to just Square Enix. I'm sure... I think I've, I've heard a couple other studios doing the same thing midway through development just to make it... Because Unreal 4 is... Yeah, Unreal 4 is not only an easy developing engine in and of itself, but it is a really good engine. Mm-hmm. So the choice was there, and they yeah. made it. So We've all seen... We've all seen Monty Python, correct? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, the Holy Grail. Yeah, yep. Square Enix is like the Frenchman on top of the. Uh, oh God damn it! <laughs> He's like, I told them we already started production. <laughs> oh, Everyone's laughing behind the wall. Yeah, that's what this is like. That's a really good way of putting it. It's an unfortunate way of putting it, but I, 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 oh. I think you're right, man. I think even with an engine change, like let, let's say there is an engine change, right? And let's say they did have to scrap everything and start start completely. Honest, over. Honestly, I, I say two years. Fuck! <laughs> wow, that's ah. okay. Listen, I will do this publicly. I will, Nick. I will bet you fifty American dollars that two years, two years from now, we will have part two. I'm not a person that makes bets, so I'm not going to take you up on it God just because I don't it. like betting money. But you're fucking wrong. There's so, but no you won't. But you won't take the bet, though. Huh? Which... Oh, well. Here, let, let, let's say this. I will bet you a little bit of my pride, but I'm not going to bet you any money. Oh God. Final Sorry. Election. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Fine. I'll bet you. Lo- well, I don't live near you. <laughs> Luca, Lucas bet lunch. Lucas bet him lunch on my behalf. That's not how this works. I'm just kidding. Uh, I will buy like I, I I will take you up on lunch. You pay for my lunch, or I'll pay for your lunch. There's no way we're having this game in two years. Absolutely not. No fucking way. It is. Let me see. It, the date is July 25th. I would love for Nick to be wrong, but I don't think he's gonna be wrong. Why do you hate me? Why do you choose again? Because I would love to have the game here. 
Because I'd like to have the game sooner. Okay, I, I thought you were betting against me because you wanted Matt to win, and I'm like, oh, no, no, no. sad. We're on the same side, Wh I thought. Wow, Lucas, okay. I see where the allegiance <laughs> truly lies. I don't want either of my friends to win. <laughs> wow! Apart. Dude, it, dude, it's going to come out, like, tomorrow, and then we're both going to have to buy Lucas lunch. Well, that's that's yeah, what, the, the hey, wait, that's within the two year limit, so that, that would still no, be right. But, it, but it's a comedic example of within a. Day. I know. God, fuck y'all, man. Thank you, Squire. I appreciate it. You're... Look, Matt. Matt wants the game so bad that he's letting it blind him. I really do. Like it. That's ugh. fair. I I would love to, I would love to have to buy you lunch. I but but you know what I want more? I want okay. I want Square Enix to fucking put the remake soundtrack on Spotify because they haven't done it yet and it pisses me the it's fuck not. off. It's on iTunes. It's not on fucking Spotify. You know what I want? You know what I want? I want Kingdom Hearts three to be a good game. But I didn't get that. We all wanted. I don't this. know if you're gonna get that soundtrack. Listen, we we all want. I just don't want to buy it. I want to be able to listen to it because I already have a fucking platform where I pay for it. Universe wasn't bad. If it's just under. Uh, bruh, bruh. Let's not get on the, that. Topic. The more honestly, the more time goes by, the more the less I like it. I hate that game. I don't hate it. I'll never say it's terrible. It's bad. I think it's bad. It's, I think it's straight it, bad. It, it, I I'm I cause the two. Two really set the bar for me, and three fell short of that bar by a decent margin, story-wise. It's flashy, it's fun to play, to an extent, Um, but yeah, I, I have a hard time going back to that game. Like, even, especially after the, um, what is it, the... The, the Remind DLC. I can't remember the fucking name of it. The Remind DLC. I didn't even buy it. I, there was no... I, I you, don't need, you, you don't need to. I beat Kingdom Hearts 3 and literally said I'm never playing this game again. Yikes. I, was, I did I not was, like it. I'll so say this. It game. looked fucking awesome. Like, the game looks phenomenal. Oh, it does. And the but... combat, you know, it's, it's fun. It's not, like, the most fun thing in the world. Nick, real fun. quick. I'm gonna need four times the graphical fidelity... I'm gonna need four <laughs> times the map size. Fucking. Oh my god. Lucas, have you ever watched. A, do you know Internet Historian on YouTube? Despacito, play no. Country Road. Okay. Internet Historian is a phenomenal YouTuber. He's, and so he's great. kind of a. He's kind of a. A cataloger of crazy shit that's just happened that has to do with like internet culture. So okay. one of his videos is all about how Fallout 76 crashed and burned. It's like a 30-minute video about what happened, what surrounded it. Not really why it happened so much as just what the fuck the Fallout was and why everybody hated it. He did one on uh, Fire Festival, and it was fucking phenomenal. But his Fallout good. 76 one and his No Man's Sky one are are just... Yeah, they're so good. Oh, God, that's so loud. They're, re they're required viewing. They're fucking awesome. I think you would like it, Lucas. And it's always it's always humorous. He does One of the other ones he talked about, he talked about Fire Festival. He talked about Dashcon, like, a couple years ago. They're so good. He talked about a lot of stuff. It's, it's really funny. And all the stories are fucking crazy. You hear about them. You're just like, how did this, how did this happen? Is this gameplay from Fallout 76? Yes. Dude, the, the, the glitches were so... Bad. Oh my fucking god. This is the internet historian video. Yeah. Like th this, this is this part of it is rapid clips of glitches and, and him like narrating it in a very humorous way. It's really really he, he's really funny. You'll like. Him. 
Just the name of you. Oh, uh, I'm glad that you think I'm awesome because I know. I'm glad that I can fill the hole in your heart that King is leaving. <laughs> two hours, bro. For yeah. glitches. Oh my god. It's All right, pause it. We're gonna we're gonna spend too much time watching the video. We're not. Wait, we are. I'm sorry. It's just I, I, I'm, I'm actually gonna watch it after we finish this because I haven't watched it in like a couple months and it's just that it's fucking. It's really funny. This is the kind of guy where you'll you'll watch his video four or five times. I think I've watched the Fallout 76 video at least six times. I'm not so fun fact. He did it. He did a video on his Incognito channel, um, about mm -hmm. a a painting robbery i don't know if you saw that one i did not i haven't watched a lot of his second channel stuff so his second channel stuff is iffy but like that one should have been on his main channel because it's basically a internet historian video but it wasn't internet related it was like a real world event and gotcha. the way he chronicles this fucking heist of of priceless paintings is fucking phenomenal that's really cool i'll have to watch it yeah anyway anyway but yeah so i mean delays suck but I, I think it's possible to get it out in, like, two two years. I really do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're just like, you're fucking wrong. You're, you are. I'm sorry, dude. There's no fucking way it's happening. What's today's date? What is July the date? July 25th. July 25th. Okay, so July 25th, 2020, 2022, if we don't have this game, Matt owes me lunch, and I'm going to take him to a really expensive restaurant. COVID's gone by then. Oh, true. <laughs> Word. Let's not oh, throw that out in the universe, please. Yeah. Somebody knock on wood. Just did. Knocked on, I knocked on my desk. We're good. Yeah, we're fine. We, we, beds right here. That's how that works. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Jesus. All right. What's next? I need, I, need to stop, I need to stop being depressed. What's next? Um, it's kind of funny. Most most of the the votes this week went to Microsoft kill the Xbox rant. So we're 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 almost like kind of out of stuff. Was there anything specific y'all wanted to speak on that maybe didn't get to run into the list this week because of of time and whatnot? Uh, you're on the spot oh god <laughs> don't panic I mean, this, this is like weeks ago i talked to you guys like privately about this but the whole debacle with um laura bailey and ashley johnson over uh oh my god that stupid okay. shit uh, this is actually gonna be a really good topic because yes. i don't know what the fuck you're talking about okay okay so i have no idea what happened do you know who Luca, laura bailey lucas, is lucas i want lucas to tell it to me okay yeah, yeah go ahead okay so Laura Bailey and Ashley Johnson are both very, very uh, hardworking and prolific voice actors in the yep. video game, anime, and cartoon community. Are Laura Bailey is basically both? like VA royalty. I know Laura yeah. Bailey. Are they both crit role? Yes, they're both critical role. Ashley Johnson is the voice of Ellie in The Last of Us. She's also the voice of Gwen Tennyson and um, Ben 10. Cool. A lot of other stuff. So okay. many things. I knew Laura. I didn't know Ashley. I just wanted to make sure I had that yeah. clear. Yeah. Um, and they are both in The Last of Us Part 2. Mm. And, okay, um, how heavy into spoiler territory should I go here? I mean, I think with the leaks and everything, like, we're... we're but I, I'm doing this for chat's sake. Yeah, I mean, That's if fair. you guys don't I, want... I have not played either Last of Us, which I know is a sin that I haven't played the first one. Um, I've, I think I know what ha like if I had to make an educated guess on why everybody hates The Last of Us 2 I think I would know what it is but okay. uh, just for chat like for, for uh, oh. Squire and Infamous or actually can you can you tell the story without going into spoilers oh, not really because that's like the crux of the game is, okay. is like this big thing that happens regardless it's a super super divisive controversial thing that ha should, it's simply not controversial but it's, it's this big thing that happens in the game that results in um, the death of a beloved character. Also, I'll okay. put it that way. 
That's yes. a good way of putting it. That, that's pretty. Yeah. That's, that's, that's just a, vague but, enough. That's vague enough yeah. because yeah, that's good. Something within the game happens at the hands of Laura Bailey's character. Okay. And holy hell, did the internet erupt? And there, people are boycotting the game because they don't think it's um, good for that reason. They say like, oh, it's that Neil Druckmann. Uh, the game director and writer is trying to push a um, a left-wing lesbian trans agenda, which isn't the case. There's, yes, there is a trans character in the game. Yes, the main character is in a lesbian relationship with another character. Oh, no. But that's such, yeah, that's such like an, uh, just like, not that's that. not pushing like, an agenda. That's, that's, not, that's agenda. also not it's a valid a piece character. of criticism. Yeah, you know? it has, it has, uh, anyways. So the internet has been harassing Neil Druckmann, Ashley Johnson, and Laura Bailey. Laura Bailey, like especially. it's been bad. Yeah, they're sending them death threats. They're threatening Jesus. like they're they're threatening their did, did families. I, did someone get doxxed? I can't remember. Um, sorry, what was that? Did someone get doxxed yet? I I can't remember if they got doxxed or not. I don't, I don't know what that means. Personal information yeah, leaked online. Um, I don't know. I feel like if that but happened, even I would have heard people, it. That's fair. But people are, like, threatening their families, saying they know where they live. People are it's, threatening. It's... Laura Bailey had a child about a year ago, and they're threatening her child. It's bad. And it's, like, people are throwing, ra like, racial slurs at Neil Druckmann, because Neil Druckmann's not from this country. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's, yeah. Um, I understand, I, I understand being passionate about a game. I understand being... Um, very, very attached to characters, but there is a line that should not be crossed. For sure. And, and most it, people, Paul vaulted clean over the line. Yeah, even, even, and even if you want to, like, express your opinion, a negative opinion about a game, right? Why would you go to the voice actors? They're being paid exactly, to exactly. read. That's what the, they're being paid to say the thing. That's it. Like, they're not making decisions on the character's arc voice actors don't do that voice act maybe maybe in a certain smaller level you have very little control over the yeah. character of the character only the performance of the character yeah depending yeah, on yeah, who yeah. your quote-unquote director is yes and maybe if you know you know the director well enough you might be able to pitch a very small change but most of the time by the time voice actors are hired like the plot is set the thing is going to happen right you, why why would you voice anger at a voice actor who has no control over that kind because of thing. Because the You're internet voice... is full of anonymity idiots and fucking assholes. That's, I just don't understand the, the logic behind it. Not like if, like, if you want to be aggressive and give that really, like, doxed opinion, whatever. If you want to do that, first off, A, don't. Secondly, <laughs> <laughs> why would you go after the voice actors? Why wouldn't you go after the people who wrote the game? They're the ones who made the decision. They they're, because they're, they're, the voice actors are more prolific and less hard to find. I guess that's fair. Like, I, and I know they are going after too, but more so, like, why are you even talking about the voice actor? What is the logic behind it? Because they don't make that decision. Why wouldn't you just go after Neil? Not saying you should, obviously, that's terrible, but in my brain, I'm just like, what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> like, exactly. why would you, why would you do that? Want, it's like people just want to be heard at that point, and it's just... They want to yell into the void, and the internet is the yeah. void. Yeah. And really, you, I, I do understand that, like, 
because I personally haven't played The Last of Us 2, I also haven't played The Last of Us 1, so I'm not the best person to give my opinion on it, but if there are issues with the game, like, I totally get that. Like, that makes sense. If, if there is, for some reason... <clears throat> Let, let me let me make a point of precedent. If you if, yeah. if someone's issue with the game is you don't like how the plot turned out, that is not valid criticism. Well, no, that's not necessarily. No, no. You, you here's the thing. You, you can it can be a point for you saying I don't like how the game the story in the game was because I just didn't like it. Fine, but to say that it reflects negatively on the quality of the game because you didn't like a story beat that is not valid. Yeah, people can't. This is a whole. That's the whole thing with art, though. You can't like, you can't accurately judge art because art is purely objective. Yes, video game. Video game is art is an art form. Mm -hmm. Art is art art is purely subjective. What what I was what I was getting at just by that statement. I know I was I was just making a point of clarification. No, it's fine. I've 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 also been of the opinion that if I'm if I'm playing a game and there's a story beat that I see that just doesn't make any fucking sense, and I'm like, oh. Well, no, no, no. That hang on, hang on. Me... There's, there's a distinction there. There's not making sense within the context of what has happened, mm-hmm. and then there's like, oh, I don't like that this happened to X person, or I don't like that they did this. Not because it's out of character, not because of some kind of predetermined or pre-established thing that happened before, but like, I just don't like that they made that decision. That's not cur- right. that's not valid. But but you do have a lot of people who would say that decisions like that like that is also subjective you know what i mean i might think that doesn't make any sense within the realm of the character and you might think it makes sense within the realm of the character but i personally don't like it you know that's art is subjective right if you're going to go with that you have to go with it all the way so i do like again i'm fine if you want to complain about a particular story beat that's fine that should never ever ever translate into personally attacking oh anybody. fuck no and never like there's no reason to get that caught up on it it's a fucking video game if you don't like it go play another one and even if you did spend your money on it which again that's fine i do understand if you're like oh i spent 60 dollars on this that's the risk get... in buying a product yeah that's how it works if you go to see a movie and you don't like it you're again you're free to give your opinion online but don't go fucking attacking anybody but that, that that's also money. that thing where it's like oh i'm so excited for this thing i don't want to look at anything beforehand because i don't want to spoil anything well mm-hmm. sorry if you end up not enjoying it because you didn't do any kind of proper research on a thing you're going to spend upwards of half of a hundred dollars on fucking yeah that's a risk you can fucking mm-hmm. deal with it for sure like it yeah i i'm just the, the same people that were it's probably the same demographic of people that wanted, that were uh, trying to get Disney to remove The Last Jedi from canon. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> I guarantee you it's the same people. They're, I'm sure there's a little bit of crossover. The, the, the neck beards behind their computers. with their. I, I still, like again. We I say as all... we have a podcast on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I am all for one giving any kind of criticism that they want to give as long as they're giving it in a constructive manner. It could be literally whatever you want you know what i mean i didn't like this story beat i didn't like the way this character was modeled literally physically like you can do you can give any kind of criticism that you want as long as you're giving it in a constructive way and you are not endangering anybody right i'm perfectly fine with any kind of criticism if you have an issue with it even if it is a personal subjective issue it might be good to air it out because a other people might share that opinion or b it might be something that the writers never thought about and they're like oh shit we didn't think this could be viewed in this kind of negative light we'll consider it later that is 
you know, like it, it's good to share your opinions if you want to. Right, but don't don't a, don't be rigid. Don't, don't be rigid anybody. in your in your yeah. criticism. If if a, if a valid piece of conflicting information comes your way, be open to it. Yeah, and that doesn't mean you have to change your opinion if you if you don't think it sways you, but be open to change and never endanger anybody. It's very simple. Don't go out of your way to threaten the child's life. I feel like yeah. that's basic human decency. Like, that's, that's fucking ridiculous. The internet is the worst thing that. to happen to humanity for a while. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that one, Chief, but... It, COVID it, sucks it, pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> it is, it, like, there is some unfortunate shit that came about from it, and it's just, just be, be kind. Be kind to people. Be, yeah, feel free to express your opinion, thing. but be kind. You're allowed to not like like something, and you're yeah. allowed to like something. Don't don't be mad because somebody likes something that you don't, and vice versa. Just be nice to people. For sure. I had don't a ask. I had a mo I had actually a, a a moment of that somewhat recently, somewhat recently. Uh, when Pokemon Sword and Shield came out, right? I had a friend who had never played a Pokemon game before. She. Oof. Pokemon Sword was going to be her first Pokemon game, and she was talking about, like, oh, I like this about it, I like this about it, I like this about it, and I started kind of getting on my Pokemon high horse of, like, oh, I really wish they included everything in the game, like, like all the Pokemon in the game, I really wish da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, and she was just like, hey, man, this is my first Pokemon game, just let me enjoy this, and I was like... That's when it's just right. easier just to shut shut the hell up. Well, about no, it. she she was just actually right. I was like, yeah, I'm right. I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's just easier now. at that point in time because of the the I want to say environment in which the conversation was taking place between the two of you and her her place in the Pokemon ness of all of it. Like that was never going to go anywhere. But even even then, regardless if it was going to go somewhere, it was just kind of like I like like I like it and. I don't really need to hear your negative opinion on it. And I'm right. like, okay, I'll keep my negative opinion and you can keep your positive opinion. Cool. We just don't have to talk about it. I'm like, that's that's fine. There's no need to get into it if people don't want to get into it. If which is which is why to... there are just some topics out there at this point I'm I'm not really willing to debate anyone on it anymore because yeah. Because people aren't there to debate, they're there to be proven right. Yeah. And that's that's not constructive no. like i don't want to take part in an arg uh, argument has P been picking picking word. your battles with specific people is very very difficult a lot of times especially when you're a fucking armchair critic like me who has a voice on the internet in some <laughs> in some fucking fashion and also being like the just the word argument has been construed a lot nowadays because you think of argument as a negative and i'm like oh it's not a negative it's a positive an argument is a good thing because you're both sharing your opinions and as long as you're both open to each other's concepts that's all that matters a, like a lot of internet discourse is shouting into the void your opinion and then someone gives you an opposite one and you're like ah fuck that guy blocked and i'm like okay, okay. <laughs> what was the point in sharing your opinion if you don't want other people to have a discourse with you whether it's of approval or denial like it's just it's silly and anybody who's doing anything like that is is not willing to have an intelligent conversation about that topic and also is clearly a sociopath if they're willing to threaten the child like that's not yeah okay. that's not okay in any any capacity yeah, that's okay. everything i had to bring to the table i can't think of anything new nick anything mm -hmm. from you we might end this earlier than normal holy crap oh my god <laughs> this might be a short First one this time. week um nah i mean <laughs> we could talk about go we could talk about Ghost of Tsushima, but there's not a lot to talk about. It, it good. Are 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 you finished with it yet? I'm good. 
I'm not finished with it yet. I'm actually playing through it with Leah, kind of. Like, I'm playing it and she's watching along because there's a pretty interesting story. It's not, you know, crazy, but it's interesting so far. Um, so I've actually wound up... I'm still playing it without her, but when I'm playing it without her, because it's an open-world game, I'm, like, going around and doing random bullshit on the side, gotcha. like, discovering charms and getting new armor and leveling up and that kind of stuff. So I'm actually pretty far, I think, in the actual skill progression of the game, like, in terms of what combat options I have available, but in the story, I'm not very far at all. And the combat in this game, oh, it's good. It Austin, Austin swears by it. He's like, he says he's really close to 100% in the game already. It feels really, really good to play. The only, the one and only issue of the game is that there is no lock-on system, which I f is, it is by intention, it is by intention that it doesn't have one. At first, you're like, what the fuck? Why can't I lock on to anybody? What is happening? Then you get used to it. And it takes a little bit at first, but once you get used to it, it's fine. It's meant to be... Because you're, you're playing as this badass samurai character. Samurai ninja character, right? And oh, you're not a ghost? Not, not literally. Huh. Um, but you're you're this badass samurai character, and when you're not being stealthy and you're actually fighting people, it's normally like six or seven to one. It's normally oh, damn, a, a, right. a good fuck ton of people versus you. And the reason the lock-on system doesn't exist is because you're having to actively, as you would in real combat, focus on multiple targets at once to make sure that you're not getting overwhelmed or getting stabbed from behind. You need to be on the swivel. You need to be looking out. Um... So that one part is a little bit weird, but once you get used to it, I think it's fine. The parry system is pretty good. It's pretty intuitive. I'm not normally good at parrying, and even in this game, I feel like I can time it pretty well, which is nice. Um, the one part of Ghost of Tsushima that I'm not the biggest fan of is actually the stealth. Uh, not because the stealth is bad, but because the AI is really stupid. Yeah, it's, that's what I've heard. Yeah, it's the kind of game where if you run behind like a couple trees and hit the stealth button, they'll be like, where is he? Oh, they'll fucking panic and lose object permanence. Um, <laughs> it's not... Like, again, it's not horrible, and stealth is still... The, 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 the stealth being bad doesn't take away from the point that the game is trying to make. Because at the beginning of the game, this is very, very loose spoilers for, like, the first 30 minutes. It's really not that much of a oh, spoiler. that's fine. You're a samurai, and the Mongols are invading the island of... That is the premise of the game. Okay. Um all the samurai get together and go try and fight the Mongols off the beach and they get their shit rocked because they are samurai and they're trying to fight with honor and the Mongols don't do that and they win very efficiently and they kill every samurai on the island except for two of them uh, your character and your uncle who is being held captive by the main bad guy that's the basic premise of the game um, so after that, you get your shit rocked and you're laying dead on the beach and someone picks you up and does some healing and there's like a fade to black and you wake up like a day or two later. And the person who revived you is a thief. And she gives you the lesson of if the Mongols aren't going to fight with honor, you're not going to win if you do. You need oh, to be... Oh, I like that. You need to be stealthy. You need to fight like a ghost, like a ninja, like a thief. And Ninja the, Samurai. Yeah, and one of the main dynamics of the game is that dichotomy of the Samurai Code of Honor 
versus the ability to win and efficiency. So I feel like the stealth is almost easy on purpose because it gives you the the feeling of like, oh, I'm doing things opposite the samurai code, which my character has lived by for multiple years, and damn it, I'm getting some fucking results. <laughs> and like, oh, this is going really well. I don't have to fight. like Because e even at the beginning of the game, you go like try and rescue your uncle from the castle within like the first 30 minutes, and you literally stroll up to the castle and you're like, fight me! And you just challenge and they're the like, no. castle of people. You challenge all the Mongols, and the Mongols do come out and fight you one by one, like, or like a couple by a couple, but there's fucking 600 of them, and there's one of you. You're literally, you physically cannot win. And you, of course, get your shit rocked. And that's when you kind of get the concept of, oh, maybe I do need to break the samurai code. Because one of the biggest tenets of the samurai code that's exemplified in that game like honor. Is, is honor, but it's also you look at your opponent when you defeat them. You look them in the eye as you kill them so that they know you fought with honor, they know that you fought them well, and that you give them a warrior's death. And obviously, when you're assassinating people, you're stabbing them from the back. You're holding them by their mouth and pushing them back onto the ground. A very dirty, kind of quote, immoral, unquote, way of killing someone. Yeah, there, there is no but, honor in that kind of quote-unquote kill. And I'm like, you yeah, know what, no, fucking do what you need to do. Yeah, but it's easy, and it gets you results. There's right. also the situation of like, oh, the Mongols are holding this town captive with a bunch of prisoners. If you get seen, and you start winning the fight, they're going to execute the prisoners. So what do you do? Do you follow the samurai code that you've been taught to follow that is the honorable way of doing things? Or do you do things in a non-honorable way to get results? And that's kind of the dichotomy of the beginning of the game is that struggle between um, honor and efficiency kind of a way. So I, I feel like the stealth is almost easy for that reason, though I do know that it's not actually because the AI is just kind of dumb. Oh, um, okay. But the, the AI being dumb doesn't really take away from it because the stealth is still really efficient. So like and... if I was to, if I was to wait a couple weeks and save up for it, like would you recommend the, the buy? Uh yeah, I might wait. I might wait for a sale. Okay. Uh, personally, just because I think it's good, but not uh, like sixty dollars good. I well, I actually do think it's sixty dollars good, but I think that it's dependent on the kind of game that you want. Because Ghost of Tsushima's got some mechanics in it that some people might not really like, like the lack of a lock-on system. Um, your your upgrades are never in terms of numbers. Your upgrades are always in terms of a new ability that you get. The only way that your sword, like your basic sword slashes, ever do more damage is by upgrading your sword one of five times that gives you a pretty incremental damage increase. The It's not like a numbers game. It's very solely like, I have this ability, and now I can unlock this ability, and now I can unlock this new ability. Um... So a lot of the things that you do in the open world is set on doing that and finding materials to make the very small upgrades you can do. It's just, like, I would do your research. If you think it's your type of game, I mm. definitely think it's worth $60. The art direction alone is worth $60. This game is, holy shit, it looks so good. Really? It yeah, looks so visual. good, Matt. It's, it looks so fucking good. The use of color is incredible the flowing fields of wheat is incredible like everything about this game is absolutely gorgeous and they 
clearly knew what they were doing when they made it because the load times are always incredibly small. I know, I'm pretty sure everybody's heard about it at this point, they actually had to artificially extend the load times post-dying. They were just but too fast. They were loading so fast that you couldn't read the tip. So they had to extend it so that you could read the tip. And I still can't read the fucking tip, they're so fast. Even fast traveling halfway across the map is a load time of like 10 seconds, if that. Damn. It's, it's really, really well built. And the game looks really, really good. And it plays really, really well. There are a couple things that, again, you might not be the biggest fan of, depending on what kind of game you want. It, it does have... It is an open-world game, so it has a lot of open-world trappings, but the way that they've done them makes them entertaining, at least. Um, and at least there's no fucking towers to climb to survey the area around you. That doesn't exist. It's just a fog-of-war system, but it's it's good. I think you would like it. I think do some research, or if you don't do some research, just buy it on a sale, and I think it's fine. I think it's good. I think you'll like it. Especially if you like being a samurai. And the standoff mechanic... I mean, yeah, so... Oh, the standoff mechanic is so good. You can walk up to a camp of people... And if you hit up on the D-pad, you start a little mini-game that allows you to do, like, a samurai showdown with people um, and instantly kill them if you win, and it fills up a meter that you can use for special abilities and stuff if you win. But if you lose, you get put down to, like, 1 HP. And it's, oh, it's, it's a really cool mechanic. It's really, really fun, and it makes you feel like a badass. Um, it's cool. It's a cool game. Again, as much as I want to, like, I'm like, oh, this does sound good, but, like, Sale. You have so much other shit. I really do have so many other things to fucking play. If if you did not have a whole backlog of shit to get through, I would say buy it in a heartbeat. But because I know you do, I'm like, I oh, wait for a sale. Like by the time you're done <laughs> with your other shit, you, there will probably be a sale to buy it on. You know, it's definitely worth the money though. Like I think if you like that kind of game, it is worth sixty dollars. Oh, also, I mean, I also love Sucker Punch. So <laughs> Sucker Punch did a very good job with this. There's two other things I want to mention. First. The game is in English, but it does have a Japanese mode, so you can basically play the game subbed as opposed to dubbed. Is it better? I love the Japanese voice acting. I think it's cool. I actually haven't listened to the English voice acting at all because it asks you what mode you want at the beginning. Oh, of the game shit. All right. On. I set it on subbed at first. You can change it in any Right, time. right. I figured. That's what I had it set on. Um, it is. It is kind of interesting because the actual mouth movements of the characters still look like they're speaking English, but the oh. Japanese audio is heard and you see the the English subtitles, so it's almost like a reverse dub, which is really interesting. interesting. It also it also makes it interesting because it almost gives you that feel of those old samurai Japanese karate movies. Yeah, um, the old like Akira uh, Kurosawa like, movies. Yeah, it's like the 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 movement of the lips doesn't match what's coming out, kind of a thing. Just it bad, just vibe. bad dubbing, essentially. Yes, it it gives you that vibe, but it's not so noticeable that it's irritating. It's just, right, it's right. funny. There's also you mentioned Kurosawa. There's actually a Kurosawa filter mode 
on the game. What? That turns the no. entire game black and white and gives it film grain. <gasps> oh shit! That changes it's the fucking game. Cool. That's it's fucking super, cool. It's super fucking cool. The only see this reason, is why Sucker Punch knows what the fuck is up. The only reason that I don't have it on at all times is because the color in the game is so incredible right. I would that, I would kind of want to play regular first and then go back and play it again in, in yeah. I, I, I I would like once I've explored the part of the island that I'm on and done like all the actual side quests and I'm running around doing you know the actual just basic open world shit. I might turn it on because doing like a standoff with the Kurosawa filter mode on is just fucking incredible i do <laughs> wish that the the cur I, I know it would i wish they had a second filter like the kurosawa mode where a couple like everything was in black and white other than key colors like blood is always red and these couple that of would be cool. flowers are always bright yellow i think that would be a cool addition but obviously as a separate mode because the kurosawa filter is supposed to be that film grainy black and white right um it's good I, th I think you would like it. I think if you have a huge backlog, it's not like the end-all be-all. You don't have to get it now, but it's definitely very, very good for the last PS4. For sure. Hmm. I, w I, will, I will keep an eye out for a, a, a sale because I'm, yeah. you, you have effectively sold me on the game, but... I very much do have a fucking backlog. That's fine. If you that, That's why I'm saying I'm like, it's not something up everything in play. It's not like... It's not like God of War, where it's like, you need to play this game immediately because it's sublime. Um, but it is very good, so if you can play it, I would say that you should at some point. I will add it to the list. Yay. <laughs> Alright, well, I think we've exhausted a good portion of the topics today. We're going to end it a tad, just, just a tad bit earlier than we normally would. Uh, let's see who we can drop a can we to. Can we shill real quick? Can we shill real quick? Uh, shill whatever you want, my dude. Uh, our friend over here, Lucas, otherwise known as Angsty Moose, is probably going to be playing Hollow Knight soon on oh, stream. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you should go watch him, and maybe if he gets it set it up really quick, we can raid him. But I'm putting the pressure on him now. Oh, God. I'd have to, like, get it set up, like, now. Okay, well, maybe, maybe we'll raid someone else and to go check him out. He's going to play <laughs> Hollow Knight, and Hollow Knight's fucking awesome. Everybody knows Hollow Knight, and it's great. I have a better I'm gonna be Hollow Knight. A little marshmallow. He's so cute. I literally have that game and I haven't started it up yet. Is it really worth like? Should, should I jump on that after I'm done with this and start playing it? I'll let you know as I play it. <laughs> I, uh, as I've mentioned before, Hollow Knight is like my favorite game that I've never played. Um, <laughs> I've done so much. Like it's a platformer, right? I know it's a like I've. Yeah, what I've... It's kind of a platformer, it's kind a of a game. Okay, good. That's what I, that's what I was looking for when I bought it. Yeah, it is. It is very, 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 very good, and I actually think that some like again, I've never played it, but me, me shilling it, even though I've never played it, should let you know that it's good. Because normally I don't give opinions on stuff I haven't played, but right. I have watched like multiple playthroughs of this game from multiple different people. The lore, like the world building of this game, is fucking awesome. Um, yeah, well, I mean, you're all, you're also a big Dark Souls fan, and it's very much like Dark Souls. It in the does way it tell lore. Dark Souls. Like, it tells it, its story, its background in the way Dark Souls does, like, through items and through implications. I would say there is more actual character dialogue than Dark Souls, but not by much. But the, um, even then, the character dialogue is all, like, simlish, right? It's like, beta, 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 beta. 
Well, yeah, but you can read it. I mean, it's not, like, <laughs> yeah. complete gibberish. Like, you're still reading it, but... I mean, it, it might as well be. <laughs> it, okay, it's gibberish in terms of how it sounds, because there's no voice acting. Well, I mean, there is voice acting, but it's all noises. Um, It's good. I think anybody that plays it will like it. However, Matt, play The Outer Wilds, or I'm going to stab you. Um, I've told you so many times to play this fucking game. Have you? Lucas, you have to, too. If it's on the Xbox, outer wild. the Outer hang Wilds, on. not the it. Outer Worlds. Yeah, no, hang on. I actually oh, have okay. it up. Um, I actually have a couple things up. Let me see if I can find it. For I free. know for a fact I've told you about it multiple times. The Outer Wilds is the space exploration game that I've told you about before. That's oh, like one of my that's like I don't know if that's my thing. Like, fuck you. <laughs> Try it. It's so good, Matt. It's if I'm so gonna good. if I'm gonna spend money on it, twenty five bucks. Yeah, that's not happening. Well, okay, wait for... I got it for, like, 10, so you can wait for it. I mean, sale. it's also on Steam, so it's not on Xbox, so... Oh, we'll get it on Steam. Um, it's $25. Lucas, Lucas you're, off, you're, off, you're off the cuff, but it's really, 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 <laughs> really, really good. I think it's... I think that is one of my favorite games of all time, and I have played it. It's very good. Well, if all right, thing. then. If it's not your thing, I will give you that, but if Honestly, it is your thing, you should try it. I, I can leave the stream right now, because <laughs> I have Hollow Knight pulled up. Go for it. Go get on your own stream, and we'll try and raid you. Is that how this works? Bye. Oh, okay. That hard All right, cool. All right, let me let me retype in who I was gonna raid. I feel bad now, but whatever. I, they don't know about I it. Told, I told you we're shilling. No, that's fine. Is that shilling? If it's if it's dropping from one person to the other that was literally on the stream, is that the same thing? I don't know, but I don't know what other word I would use for it. So, yeah, it's shilling. Okay. <laughs> it's good shilling. Shilling isn't necessarily bad. Also, uh, watch the Spire, first episode. Yeah, I, I it's did. it's on my list. I've seen a bunch of I've seen the fucking openings and shit, but like I know they actually made an anime. And not only you, but like Blake has been bugging me all day about it. He's like, dude, this is so fucking ridiculous. And I'm like, yeah, I, I watched I know. it too. It is pretty good. It's the good thing is that it's only 14 minutes. It's not like an oh, actual long, full anime shit. episode. It's like a it's like a longer YouTube video. It's not it's not that much time. It's not that time consuming. Is what I'm trying to say. Gotcha. All right. Well, now I just gotta wait until. Hopefully, he's, he's quick about it. Squire gets his wish. We are gonna go a little bit longer while we wait for to get set up. Also, don't feel bad. We've never raided him before. Oh no no no! I'm not saying I feel bad about raiding him. I thought you said you felt bad. No, because I already had another guy lined up. But I mean, it's it's Lucas, so I'm gonna do him instead. Yeah, he needs it. Oh, gosh. Well, in the non-gaming news, uh, how are you handling the quarantine life? Getting any better? Getting any worse? Getting I mean, I, just, I, I literally built a PC to deal with it, so... <laughs> how, how, okay, how has the PC gone so far? Have oh you been playing God. a bunch of shit on it, this or is have my, you been... This, this is my child. <laughs> I love this thing more than life itself. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. What what have you actually been doing on it? Because I know you've, you've only had so, it for, what, like a week or two now? It's It's been a lot of setting stuff up and updating drivers. It's literally That's been what I was going to ask. It's, been, it's probably been a lot of setting up, like, certain programs. Yeah, and, and then I've been playing things. stuff on, um, there we go. It is badass, Squire. Yeah, um, it is definitely badass voice acting. I, I, I've just been playing, like, literally bits and pieces of what I can. I, like, I do like Smite on it. Smite is fun on the PC. I've heard that Smite is better on PC than it is on control. Um, I, I seem to be doing better at it on PC than I would on, um, console, so. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fair. Some, that's something, I suppose. 
Actually, True. I may play a couple games of that just because I fucking want to. I don't know. There's so, <laughs> there's so many things I can I can fucking start up. Actually, um, I need to get some more. Uh, I played Destiny yesterday. I don't know what the fuck I want to do. This is this is the problem with having so much shit. Like, it's like oh fuck! Fucking... Now I have too many options. Yeah, that's. I'm not even joking. Okay, you've got to you've got to pick like one multiplayer game and like two single player games i think i do i think that's, that's the probably best the way best to way it. to do it it's just it's yeah. such a pain in the ass okay guys we're gonna hit that raid button right now i love you guys i'll be back monday with i'm not even sure at this point we'll figure it out and All this right. this will be up on itunes and soundcloud probably by tomorrow oh and um check out the patreon the first video is on there okay bye bye